<laughs> the studio. Is this is cool. I can hold a whole studio audience in my hand. That's Bonnie's <laughs> fake uh, audio. Studio audience. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. This is the Workers Beat. I'm Gene Lanson. Beautiful redhead is Bonnie Mathias. Good morning. Workers Beat, of course, is about everything from the point of view of working people, and we like to start with things you can do. News you can use. Dallas AFL-CIO is going to hold candidate screening in 30 minutes. Yep. Starting at 9.30, and they're going to start again at 12.30. I'll be able to make that one. Good. Contact political.dallasaflco at gmail.com. January the 31st is the deadline for applications for Texas AFL-CIO scholarships, and it's also the deadline for Union Plus scholarship applications. And it is the deadline to register to vote. For the primary For the primary election. on mm. March 1st. January 31st, last day to register to vote for the primary election. February the 14th at 10 o'clock is the first day of early voting. Yay! Well, February the 14th is the first day of early voting. And there will be a rally downtown to encourage everybody to early vote. That will be at 10 o'clock at 600 Commerce. It's really, it's the, it's the, county, it's the county seat. Right, it's across the street from the George Allen Courts building is that yeah, yeah i think that's the name of it george, george allen. allen yes mm-hmm. george george and it's allen. also uh, where the kennedy memorial is yes and it's and that's, i think we'll probably be over by the kennedy memorial and you can vote right there mm-hmm. at the you can go right into the george allen court building and vote right yep. there and so that's you can where early the, vote i'm hoping that's where the tv cameras will be and i'm hoping that they will encourage everybody to get out and vote February the 18th is the last day for county elections officers to receive applications for a ballot to vote by mail. Please listen to what he said. Receive. They must be received by the 18th. So you got to get them in the mail before the 17th, I guess. Or before that, because you don't know what... We don't know what the post, we don't know. February the 25th, early voting will end. And March the 1st is election day. Yep. We already have a caller? We do. 972-647-1893. You can call. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Gina Bonnie. Good morning. Yeah, uh, I wanted to mention the the terrible experience I had uh, riding the dart. Uh-oh. Yep. So uh, they shut down some car. of the they shut down some of the of uh, the bus stops, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, I had to get off the bus, and I was either going to walk six blocks to my house, so I chose to to catch an Uber. I see. Uh, when I was downtown waiting on the bus, it was like forty degrees or whatever it was, and the bus was on the wrong side of the road. And so I called in. I said, well, the bus went by my stop. And the lady said, well, uh, I've gotten that complaint several times, so I'm going to send a supervisor over there. So fortunately, the next bus came by and picked me up after I froze to death. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you're used to going to work, say, on that bus, and you're used to walking half a block or whatever, Mm -hmm. now you got to walk six blocks to get to the bus and then you got to walk six blocks to get back home I see and uh, yeah mm-hmm. and and then that go link I said well is there a go link 
Yeah. So there's no go link. On Why that. is there no go link on that route? I don't know, but I live on Live Oak. Mm-hmm. I don't live on a on a on, on a, a major like, street. Know, resi- right, Live Oak is a major thoroughfare downtown. Mm-hmm. And so, why are you cutting off this major thoroughfare? And I so see. far, from my perspective, it's been a fiasco or debacle. And uh, I don't know what else is going to happen, but on the second, 22nd of February, I'm going to have to go to the DART meeting. I guess I have to put, put another uh, iron in the fire uh, and go down here and say that this isn't right. Uh, why are you doing this like this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to complain to DART, you have to, you go to their meetings, but don't you have to call in advance and, and uh, reserve your spot to speak? And they're virtual, too. So oh, they're, they're virtual. Absolutely. Everything's okay. back to being virtual. Well, Leon, tell, tell people how they can do that. Uh, do they call some number and then uh, and then show up at a certain time? Well, uh, unless the, I'm looking at the website. Mm-hmm. And when I, I went into the office uh, a couple of weeks ago to get a, uh, a system map to see what was being done with these routes. So I, I was able to go in there. Now, if Bonnie's saying they've changed it since then, then she's then I, I'm you know I'm glad she's mentioning that. Well, we need to but, absolutely watch their website because, as far as I know, <clears throat> all meetings have gone back to virtual. Well, what is their okay. website? How do you find that? Dart dot org. D a r t dot o r g. Okay. All right, so look at their website and figure out when they're going to meet and uh, reserve your spot and go and go and give them a, a lesson in uh, in civic responsibility, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and what it's like to ride, actually actually physically mm-hmm. ride the system, not I sit see. behind a desk and make policy. You I see. And you actually not using the system, so you don't know how it impacts people. Leon, right. may I suggest calling your city council person and asking them who they appointed to the dartboard? Okay. And uh, get in touch with that person. Okay. Because that, that'll give you a little more leverage, I would think. Mm-hmm. My city councilman responds every time I email him. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. All right. Thanks so right. much. Thanks, Leon. And stay on top of Good Dart luck, there. Good man. 972-647-1893. Other people can call and get your opinions on KNON. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Gene and Bonnie. Hi. Good morning, Imani. You two good white people. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, you know, we got we got spouses and stuff, so you know, there are some more good. The only two I'm working on the rest of them. Okay, you know, right. two I know. Good You're luck. Change them all. Good deal. <laughs> but no, I found at the station. I can't on. I'm just weird. Monday morning. Uh, this is the, your local Vietnam Honorable Army and Navy. Kind of uh, the, the web is a good thing, but it's not. It's, it can be used there. I was just Googling this morning how much debt is America's in. It's $23.3 trillion. Some That's people say 26 And And I, I Googled something else. You can Google this stuff. You don't have to read a book like I'm reading by Death of a King by Dr. Kevin Stop Molly. You don't have to read it all. You can just Google uh, YouTube it. And then Eisenhower spoke about the war industrial complex in 1961. Mm-hmm. And we told, they start every time, uh, the, the, not not the local people, but the people start a war. They just start a war for uh, the, the people at the top of the pyramid. 
start a war to get us distracted and get us divided. And I think they're trying to start a I war right now. I think that's right exactly now. what they're trying to do. Do you think well, they're trying to start I'm a war right that. now? The first step in starting a war is to demonize the enemy and uh, and get the people on you know riled up and ready to support a war, and that is certainly yeah. going on in the media right now today. Don't you think? And that's why we got to keep. That's why we got to keep our two hours, our one hour with you guys. Uh huh. This is the only station we can have. Well, it's the only station I know of that don't want to go to war with. What is it, Russia or Ukraine? I don't know who all are we going to war with. We I've heard China. I've heard you know we got Russia I, in the I mix. Heard, I heard some congressman today <clears> is just saying. He said. They're going to overrun Ukraine, and then they're going to come all the way over over Europe. It reminded me of Reagan. He was talking about Nicaragua, and he said, the Nicaraguans are going to attack America. You know, it's like 10,000 miles from there to here. And uh, he was just lying. Just to get people stirred up. Yeah. And and that's what they're doing now. That's what they're they're lying about what's going on in Europe. You know, the Ukrainians are saying one thing, the Russians are saying another, and NATO is saying something else. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. And that's what scares me because to the young people, I'm tired of old people like me. Uh, We've got to have have old people part uh, part two. I think uh, Dr. King was trying to get boots for shoestrings for all people. For mm-hmm. the backs that the fifth, fifth class citizen black, the fourth class citizen poor whites, the union people, and and then the people they were trying to get bootstraps for everybody, and that's why he had to be eliminated on April the fourth. I was in basic training in Fort Polk, Louisiana, the night he got killed, and I want to let you know this man was almost like a Jesus Christ. If it was the same story, this man could have been rich. But he yeah. gave it up. He gave the ultimate thing, and that was his life. And now I'm talking to young people now. Good. Please, don't let them start this war. Go out and vote. Help Bonnie and Jean, because they're the only two good white people I know. <laughs> well, it's going to help us You're mighty all. kind to us. I do appreciate that. Overly but, kind. You know, I appreciate we, that. We want we want everything to be good for everybody. That's, that's the goal. And uh, you can... And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. Have a great weekend, Imani. Thank you so much. They are they are about to build a big Kroger, and they found out, this is in today's newspaper, there's, there's a woman named Amber Sims that is a, looks like a young woman, but she's an authority on black history in the Dallas area. Okay. And she has found out that the place where they put that big Kroger down on Hall Street is what I, where the school used to be. There was a first black high school, and it was named the Daryl School. Kroger. And it was down there on Hall, right where uh, Hall comes across uh, Highway 75, and uh, or right in that area, kind of right in between. You know, Hall runs kind of right, kind of catty cornered to uh, to 75. Right. I'm and in that to- little triangle that it forms there in the north. I mean, the southeast part of it is where the the uh, school was. Okay. And uh, this Amber Sims has discovered that. She's, there's still a couple of bricks left from really? where they tore the building down. It's very interesting. Wow. CVS, Walgreens, and Kroger are supposed to have free N95 masks. Okay. Does anybody got one yet? Call us at 972-647-1893 and let us know. If they're giving them out, because it's a good thing. N95 masks are supposed to be like the highest quality masks you can get, and they're free. 
at CVS, Walgreens, and Kroger. I just don't know if they got them yet. I don't either. 972-647-1893. I got more good news. The Biden wow, administration. Wait, wait a minute. Where do you get up all this good news I mean, today? Looking, huh? I, look, I look hard for good okay, news. Okay, good. I appreciate it. I the, do. The Biden administration has directed all federal agencies to increase the minimum wage for federal employees to $15 an hour. You mean we have people working for the federal government that don't make $15 an hour? Well, we do. But what are they? What, what? In a historical perspective, Lord. when in the United States, when we when everybody gets stuff, it's because of legislation. It's because things changed in the government. Right. Usually, we start by getting some things in our union contracts. Yes. But it's much better to get it through legislation because it lasts longer. Because it lasts longer. Yeah. Well, if you look back through history, you see that the federal workers pretty much got everything first. Because they have the, the jobs that are most sensitive to political pressure. And so if they got $15 an hour, we may be getting $15 an hour for everybody getting, as the minimum. We're getting closer. Yeah. We're getting closer. And we've been fighting for that for some time, oh my haven't gosh. we, Bonnie? And we all know fifteen dollars is not enough. It's not enough, but it's but certainly it's a lot better than seven twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. I still I'm like I, I can't believe these people who... I see these guys right on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Well, those jobs are for teenagers and, you know. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. Some of them teenagers are in their 50s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're making... Oh, like, that's not what's working in my jack-in-the-box. I don't yeah. know about you. There's no teenagers working there. 972-647-1893. Wow. So we, we would like to see a, an increase in the minimum wage. And I would like to point out that everybody that's for the minimum wage is on our side. Everybody that's for increasing it is on our side. And everybody that's yep. against it is on the other side. So I'm still looking for somebody to design a shirt for the workers' beat mm-hmm. around the slogan, which side are you on? That is great. We need that. I know. I need a, I need a graphic designer. One that's free, just so you get that. <laughs> Don't be flooding my inbox with offers to give me, to design something, and you want some money, because <laughs> I have none. That's kind of our slogan, isn't it? It because is. Which side are you on? Because we... When people call in, they don't know which side they're on some, a lot of times. That's right. And they kind of jump That's back right. and forth. And so. and some people, I don't understand. I mean, I don't know how you can be on, there's really only one side in my mm-hmm. personal opinion, of course. But there's these folks that they just, they think there's this, this I don't know, the grass is greener or I don't uh-huh. know. What they, is it? People, people don't have a clear idea of what they want, but if they... If they just think of the minimum wage, and if they are for increasing the minimum wage, then they're on our side. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of the dividing line. It kind of is. You can yeah. always, you can kind of tell what people think if you just ask them, how do you feel about raising the minimum wage? Well, I think another one would, could be Medicare for all. You think? I mean, how do you feel about that? Well, there's, there's, they're divided on it. I know that. How can you be divided on that? Well, the only way you can be divided is if you already have insurance. <laughs> That's if you a, already have insurance. If you already you have insurance. Okay, we have a call. Okay. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. They, where'd you go? They hung Hello. up too early. Why you leave? They hung up too early. Okay. Here, here comes another one. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. Hello? Well, what I'm... Yeah, you're I'm on. Out over here at this Walgreen, aren't you? 
Jupiter and Northwest Highway, there is no mask. No masks. The Jupiter and Northwest Highway. And they said they don't know anything about it, huh? Yeah, that's typical. Nobody knows anything about it. Mm -hmm. Well, the federal government says that they have already bought them and that they are coming to your CVS, Walgreens, and Kroger. But okay. let's let's we ain't hope seen them, have we? Let's hope they ain't stuck in the Suez Canal. That's all I can say. It'll be there in about three or four weeks. <laughs> yeah, after after the pandemic's right. come and gone. <laughs> exactly, exactly. After you done got COVID and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, stay safe for sure. Please. I sure appreciate that Thank intelligence. Thank you for letting us know. Yes. That's the intelligence right. calling in for KNON. That's There's right. None at Jupiter and Northwest Highway. Mm. Okay, here's some, here's some more good news. The Sports Illustrated Union. I didn't. Know, I bet you didn't know there was a Sports Illustrated I, I Union. I did know there was a Sports Illustrated because it's your union. Because it's my union. It's part of CWA. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They have reached a tentative agreement with management, and the CWA, the Communication Workers of America, has a number of organizing drives at various states. Yep. We don't consider an organizing drive over with until the members have ratified the contract. That's right. That's right. So you got to sign them up first, yep. and then you got to get an election, then you got to win the election, uh, then you got to negotiate, then you now get we got to take a break. We have to take a break. We'll be right back. We're back on the workers' beat. 972-647-1893. This is a, it's the people's radio station. It is the people's radio so station. So you can call in. Yes. I was looking for good news, and I found some. Another? The, the United it. Food and Commercial Workers has won their strike. And this was a really big one, too, in Colorado. They call Yes, it, in Denver. They, they call it King Supers was right. the name of the store. It's part of the, Kroger, it's part of the Kroger family. But they had a whole bunch of uh, people out on strike and I was, I came looking to see how long the strike was. It was only a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's, it's the groundbreaking weeks. contract meets many of the union members' demands, including significant wage increases, better health care and pension benefits. Now most people don't even have health care and oh, pension. Exactly. But they got they got improved after they struck at the grocery store. They got new paths to full time employment. So the so the people that are working part-time, temporary and all that, right. have got a way to get up to full-time. That's excellent. And they improve their safety measures. See? Wouldn't you like to have a union? Oh, man, that makes such a difference. I got to tell you. I mean, most people, in, most people work in Texas, they can't even talk about safety measures. They don't have any pensions. They don't have a health care, and they sure don't have significant wage increases. Yep. Well, I had a little chit chat with the ladies at the Tom Thumb at Live Oak uh, last Saturday. They don't. They don't organize. The young woman was standing there, going, "I've been here since six o'clock this morning. I have not been on break." Now, mind you, it's like ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Mm -hmm. No breaks. No break. Mm -hmm. And I said, I looked at her and the young woman. I said, "Y'all need a union." I said, mm -hmm. "That's that's that ain't right." I said, right. you, that's just not right at all. Yeah. And the, the and manager... There's, there's can, very little that an individual can do about exactly. it, especially in Texas. And here comes the little manager. Can I help you? I said, yeah, I was just telling these ladies how they need a union because she hadn't had a break since uh, she since she got here at 6 o'clock this morning. What kind of stuff is that? 
that doesn't sound like it's very fair. Uh-huh. Well, uh, uh, we're shorthanded. I said, I'm sure you are with uh, with working like that. I wouldn't work here either. No safety measures. Mm-hmm. Lots of grocery store workers don't have protection, but the ones that are in that are organized with United Food and Commercial Workers, Yay. at least they have a voice. They can say something about it. That's my friend Chip Sharon. Speaking of saying something, you can call 972-647-1893 and say something on That's the radio. Right. Here's some more good news. The members Man. of Slate Union, this is uh, I think this is also communication. Yeah, workers. It is. Slate Union. WGAE, whatever that is. I think it's a radio station. Yes, it is a radio they, station. They, and they uh, also organize with the Writers Guild of America, which Yay. is the communication workers. Of course. And they got a three-year contract, wow. including significant wage increases. I love that line. I love that line. 13 weeks of paid parental leave. What? You ever hear of that in Texas? That's the way it should be. You have a baby, you get paid parental leave 13 weeks. That's men and women, folks. And a budget of $10,000 a year for diversity initiatives. Wow. And that's to to make sure they don't just hire all white people. Right, okay. To be spent at the discretion of the Labor Management Committee. Workers at Slate won union recognition in January 2018 and ratified their first collective bargaining agreement in January 2019. I got that. Congratulations to them. And we have a caller. Thanks for calling. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. This is Councilwoman Arnold. Just quickly, uh, I, Bonnie and Jean, I want to do the same thing that I did this morning. We've got to shout out. If I don't get to say anything else, I want to thank you and Jean for being committed through these days and weeks and years of standing up for our workers and standing up for our, our community. Same and to you. Like Same to you, Councilwoman Arnold. Right? That's a sacrifice. You all come rain, sleep, snow, <laughs> no, no, no heat is in the building, but you all are there. So we, <laughs> we thank you all for giving that word. Also, want to make sure I put out here, begin to share with you the commitment of the city as we unroll something, unfold some of these workforce initiatives. <clears throat> and so, we're going to be <clears throat> sharing more information as we come to help for small businesses and just workers. As we talk about upscaling and upscaling, uh, we need to tap into the city resources, especially during this time of the ARPA funding where we have money coming from the federal government. Yes. To, to support the local uh, funds to strengthen our community so we can try to get back to some of the basics. Yes, so I just want to put that in. Thank you for your work, and may God give you continued strength. But just know, we got to muscle up, especially during this political season. Oh, <laughs> girl. How, how do you want people to back you up on this, Councilwoman Arnold, to get uh, that federal money into the hands of working families? Well, what we need, I definitely need, uh, I was told that we did not get enough small information from small businesses. So that's one, if there's a small business owner who needs help, uh, they mm-hmm. need to begin to call my office. There are individuals who need to be retooled with skills, call my office. We know we just uh, inaugurated the urban league, the old urban league building where we saw mm-hmm. that uh, we at UNT Dallas. And I saw that. Uh, right. They're, they have some wonderful training programs. We have programs for offenders, you know, who are trying to get back in reentry. Mm-hmm. We have great electrical programs, programs tied to technology-based uh, uh, skills. So most, many of those programs are free. So we have to tool our community for the future. 
We've got the bullet train coming. We've, that's another workforce we've got to be prepared for. We don't want to get left out in our own community. So call us at 214-670-0780, and we can direct you to the appropriate uh, department so that you can get in before the money disappears or it just sits there and the, and the response normally is no one has responded. This so is for small business, to, right? You want them to call? Small businesses, right. Workforce, mm-hmm. training programs, we will help you get to the right source. 214-670-0780. You heard that from Councilwoman Arnold who was supported by labor in her yes. last campaign yes. and one before that too. Councilwoman, right. I have a question. Um, yes, has ma'am. has the city reached out to the plumbers and pipe fitters? Uh, they have a uh, they have some apprentice programs that I know they're all and they're paid apprenticeships. Mm-hmm. And I'd be happy to put you in touch with uh, uh, the president of the building trades here in in um, in Dallas. Mm-hmm. That would be great. So if you could do that. That would be great because we need to strengthen. The program down on Lancaster Corridor, because that particular building is not just for 75216. Those programs are available for the whole city. I know in the paper it talks about just targeting zip codes. That Mm -hmm. may be true, but we don't want anyone to feel like they can't get the benefit of that program. We put in on the city side, I think we put in somewhere, I know I used to part of my discretionary money, about $450,000 or something to that effect. So you have the seed money from, from my office that helped get that program going. And then Pamela Thorne and Emmett Smith also partnered up with UNT Dallas as well as Dallas County Community Colleges. It's all Dallas County Colleges now. Mm-hmm. But it is money there for this community. Wow. And we want wow. to grow those programs. So That's these small awesome. business That's small awesome. businesses, give us the number again, Councilwoman. 214-670- 0780. That is terrific. Thanks so much for calling and let us know. And you can call Thank us too at 972-647-1893. The station actually loves it when you call. Federal labor regulators on Thursday accused Amazon of illegally surveilling and threatening workers who are trying to unionize in Staten Island, New York. They got totally busted, man. Yeah, Amazon is kind of taking it on the chin because people are finding out That's it isn't right. just Amazon. No. Basically, all all That's employers right. do this stuff, but Amazon is the biggest one. So yeah. well, uh, it, is, uh, it is criminal what they do. Yes, it but is. even when they get caught, they, they don't do nothing to them. Well, let's talk about what they did in Kentucky. What they do? The They had an uh, Amazon facility that was put up haphazardly uh, and um, prefabbed mm-hmm. with s- slabs of concrete, huge 40-foot slabs of concrete. And when the tornado came through, they didn't bother to warn anyone that there was bad <laughs> weather coming. Oh, they made them stay there, didn't they? They made them stay there, and the walls collapsed and crushed them. Mm-hmm. And now families are suing Amazon for their uh, and OSHA is all involved too. Yeah. Because this is y'all. The, you can't keep doing this to workers. We are not irreplaceable. We are not just chattel to be sacrificed mm-hmm. for your millions. That's not it. I see. 
Bloody hell, Lord. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. It's a good number to call and get your message out on KNON, the voice yes. of the people. I did not get my letter to the editor published. What? I'm sorry, but and I think it's very important, so I want to read it on the air if you yes. don't if you don't mind. I wrote to the Dallas Morning News that I appreciate that they have mentioned the vote by mail application snarls in the county elections offices in Texas, and they have properly blamed the Republicans from the last uh, legislature for having made all these barriers to people's voting rights. But the news headlines have had have also done a very very bad thing because your voter. Uh, vote by mail application if it's not filled out right is going to be delayed in the county elections offices while they try to figure out what you meant. Now some people not putting their signatures on it. Some people using the old forms. Some people not filling out the part about their uh, their uh, identification. There was a guy in Houston by the way, a 97 year old veteran of World War oh, II no. who could not get an application through at all because when he registered to vote, he didn't this was so long ago that he did not have to put anything down for like driver's license or social oh, security number. wow. Most people have to put either their driver's license or the last four digits of their social security number. Right. And of course, they'll be smart if they do both. Yes. Because this has to match up with what you originally put down when you, uh, when you registered to vote. Well, this guy didn't have to put either one. And so they're just blocking him so he couldn't get a vote-by-mail application? No way. I don't know if they ever worked that out or not, but it hit the headlines. Anyway, the headlines are saying that vote-by-mail applications are being rejected. Well, they're not rejected. No. What are they, Bonnie? They're delayed. They're delayed. You have to, as the elections department is, they are, we've hired, they've hired extra people. The Dallas County Democrats and the Texas Democratic Party are working very hard to mm -hmm. get the correct applications into the hands of people. Uh, we had phone banks and text banks at mm -hmm. the party this week. Uh, we had, oh my gosh, the phones have been ringing off the hook because people sent their application in, they realized mm -hmm. now that it was wrong because there was no place to put their driver's license or last four of their social. Yeah, because so they're using the old form. They used the old form because mm -hmm. the state took their sweet time getting the new form up. And mm -hmm. now they said, well, we have a paper Is it a paper yeah, shortage or an ink shortage? I don't know. They're claiming a paper shortage. A uh, paper shortage. Even voter I, registration forms are hard to get. Uh, it's, oh, and, and oh, you know, I have, I can't even tell you. Okay, I have some information from my friend Patricia, one of our listeners. Mm -hmm. uh, the DART board meeting are still not virtual. They're not virtual. So says. they claim that some sort of state regulations prevent them from changing from the in-person meetings oh, to virtual meetings. I personally think that's probably hogwash. Mm -hmm. And they're using that to make sure that people don't come up, come to the dartboard meeting speak. and speak. So but, but the advice, get on it, Leon. Get on it. But the advice that we put out was still correct. Go yep. to dart.org if, right. if you want to talk That's and right. figure out how to do that. Yep. Now, I have another complaint. That my letter goes on. <laughs> that the letter didn't get published. I complained that they were saying that these things were rejected instead of what they really, truthfully, they're being delayed. Right. But the other thing is this. There's, they're giving out these big numbers on how many people 
have been have been quote rejected, which they're not rejected; they're just delayed. But they're not saying how many people applied to vote by mail in the first place, right. because I think that one of the problems with the elections department being snowed under is that more and more people are applying to vote by mail because it's getting popular and more and more popular as time goes by. Well, and also people realize that voting in person is going to be really hard this year. Or and could we're, be. we're still in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, there are countries around the world that are in great shape. Y'all, we are not one of them. <laughs> we have Death Santis, Governor Death Santis down there in Florida, mm -hmm. competing with Hot Wheels in Austin, uh, trying to see how many people they can kill. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing whoever wins the contest gets the Republican nomination in 24. Well, they certainly get the endorsement of that, President ex-President Trump. That's it. That's so, it. So the the problem with the news coverage is that they are not they're giving bad news. Yeah. And they're distorting the bad news, but yes. the, but they're not giving the good news, which I think if they did, if they went to, if they bothered to check on the good news. <laughs> well, there you the go. The good news is that more and more people are applying to vote by mail, and that is a good thing. Yes. And I encourage you to do it, too, if you're over 65, or, or if you're disabled, disabled, or if you're in jail and not convicted or yet. Or if you're going to be out of the state, out of the county during uh, early voting and election day. Away from can, home. Away from home. Be, if you're not going to be close to home during the uh, election period. You qualify to vote by mail. That's this applies right. That's right. to a lot of students. Yes, it does. A lot, lot of, of students. students. And they're smart voters. Yes, but they they're going to have trouble voting unless they vote by mail because well, they're not at home. We've had, we've had uh, quite a few parents call, uh, call the party over the last couple weeks mm. asking about how do I get my son or my daughter a vote by mail application. Right. They're away at school. Mm -hmm. so How do they? They get a vote by mail application. You can get one. You can download it on Dallas County, dallascountyvotes.org. Mm -hmm. Or you can download it on the Texas Secretary of State website. That's good for anywhere in the state. That's right. That's right. SOS.gov. Yeah, TX.SOX. SOS.gov. I see. <laughs> SOS.TX. No, wait a minute. You say it's TX and then SOS? I, it's, no, it's SOS first. It's so backwards. SOS.TX.gov. <laughs> you know, well, you anyway, know, it's you the know, Secretary I have, of State. I have that sucker saved on my computer, so I you know, I just hit the little button on the top and poof, it's you there. Can, you can Google Secretary, <laughs> Google Secretary of State and then search for vote by mail yes. application. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks so much for calling KNON, and thanks for waiting. Hello. Yeah, Hello. you're on the air. Yes. Good morning, Jay and Bonnie. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Uh, CVS on Lemon Avenue, no, they won't get the mask for another couple of weeks. They've been notified of it. Okay. CVS on Lemon okay. Avenue does not have the mask. couple oh, weeks, huh? Uh, that's two stores we checked on, and so far people ain't got them. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. I the colic will be over with before anybody does anything. Oh, honey, it's Am not going to be over. Trust me on that one, okay? Yeah, they it's got not going to be yeah, over. They got a new variant. We right got now. another new sub variant coming out, so mm -hmm. we're we're not going to be over because we still got the mask holes and the COVID idiots, mm -hmm. and those together equal spread necks. I see. Well, I got a few choice words for China. Thank you. Uh, 
very much. Well, I'd like to, I'd like to uh, personally uh, put the most of the blame onto the orange person who held the uh, highest seat in the land and managed to, to kill, I don't know, 300,000 people in uh, less than two years. Mm-hmm. So, yep. great job, buddy. All right. Well, you know what uh, idiocy is? NSC. Go ahead. What is idiocy? Uh, what a guy with a barbecue pit, with an open open door on the barbecue pit, pulls up to a, a QT gas station and got it located right over where they fill the uh, tank stuff at. Holy, oh, holy moly, that's not real smart. I hope they don't do that. Well, I tell you, I tell you, I kind of hit the pet. Well, I had enough gas to go somewhere. All right, let me out of here before he blows us all to kingdom come. We got to take a break. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Have a great weekend. Y'all too. Bye. Bye. Be right back. Oh, my God. I can just see that. Monday. 972-647-1893. We promise to stop singing if you call. That's right. right. Oh, I like that, Gene. 972-647-1893. And for your $100 pledge, we will come to your party and sing. Yeah. And for a $200 pledge, we will not come to your party and sing. (laughs) I think that's a heck of a deal. The U.S. economy grew by 5.7%. The fastest full-year clip since 1984, roaring back in the pandemic's second year despite two new virus variants that rocked the country. So that's good news. Let me tell you, I I do not want to hear anyone that listens to this show do not perpetuate the BS that the lamestream media is pushing. Well, you know, they're going to lose the house. Yeah. The Democrats are going to lose the House. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? That's a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> Just stop it. We are losing nothing. We are going to take this country back to the republic that it should be. So you're saying that Democrats will win in uh, 2023? We have to, you guys. We absolutely, positively have to, or we are going to lose our freedom. And that is not a lot. Unfortunately, on KNON, we do not tell people how to vote, and because we're not allowed to. I just want you to vote. Six four seven one eight nine two. Yeah, we can tell people to vote. Yes, it's and important. That's what they need to do. Just vote. I finally I, found this stuff about the railroad. Uh, the reason uh, I thought about it is because this morning's news tells us that in India, so many people were trying to get jobs with the railroad, and they decided that the examination process was corrupt Uh-oh. and so they start setting the railroad on fire oh my lord but anyway yeah political expression in some places is a lot more uh we do not dramatic re- we do not recommend here. setting the railroad but on fire railroads are terribly important yes. and there is a an unfortunate development after two years of talk mm. which went nowhere especially on the crew consist issue of how many workers should toil on each freight train. So a long time ago, they had what they call f- train crews. Right, there right. There was a crew that yes. ran the train. Right. Then they started cutting back, and you eliminate this guy, eliminate that woman, until they got it down to two. Well, now they're trying to get it down to one. Geez. 
The nation's rail unions were forced to declare an impasse in bargaining. So in other words, they could not get a contract because the union, because the companies, the corporations kept insisting on laying off that second person. On January 20th, the 14-union coalition filed for National Mediation Board involvement. Mediation followed by arbitration if needed. The companies insist on slashing the train crew down to one person. I got this from People's World. And Burlington Northern was granted an injunction to keep the unions from striking. Jesus. The reason is because railroads are so important. In 1877, the railroad workers shut the country down. That's right. The entire country in 1877. And you know who... You know who stopped them finally? It wasn't, the, it wasn't the railroad. It was the government. They sent the army out to shoot them. And uh, they shot them down until the strike was over with. Okay, and in, well, uh, I believe it was 18, in the 1890s, around 1898, somewhere around there, uh, the uh, American Railway Union also had a big railway strike when after which they put the railroad leaders in jail. What? Yeah, that's, that was Eugene Victor Debs. Ah! Who was put in jail right, for leading right. a strike against the railroads. That's right. So railroads are very, very critical to the economy, and uh, because of that, they just regulate the heck out of them. Right, right. So it's very hard for them to go on strike. It's very hard for them to do any of the, of the things. Of the things that uh, normal unions can do, there's right. special there's special laws called the uh, uh, Railway Act yep. to, that uh, governs what the government's going to do. But they they really shut down the railroads, and uh, it's really too bad because they are defending their right to have two people on the it, train. It, because I mean, this is a oh, we have a call. That's a very dangerous job. We by better the way. hurry with the calls because okay. we don't have much yes. time. Good Thanks morning, for thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning, buddy and June. Good morning, Hi. sir. Y'all were talking about man, about people wearing man for go, wasn't you? Yes. Uh, you know what about the man? My neighborhood is dope. When you use broke glad if you didn't have your man, so you can't put, put your mask on. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of times, I was a good man. I would keep on walking and buy me a man to get in the store. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, uh... You see most folks not wearing a mask, and you do wearing a mask. Really? Mm. I go to, I, I go to my neighborhood store, I go to Walmart. Walmart, you can let them down the mask. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing my mask. I, 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 in fact, I was on my way this morning and realized I did not have a mask in the car and stopped at my office to get a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because I'm not going out there without one. We're supposed, yeah. we're supposed to care about each other. Well, we're supposed yeah. to. Mm-hmm. But there's certain people tell us, no, no, you're not supposed to care about anybody but yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. I don't know about you. I got to care about folks. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I was just thinking a while ago about that vote my mail. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That big my ride about that all the little ride called. People are all about you got to, anybody know if you go vote, you, you got to have your ID. Yeah, you do. Right, you Nowadays. do. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, it's and, just. And when you vote, you can't go nowhere and vote, but they got it already on record you vote. Right, it's already been uh, in the system. That's correct. Mm-hmm. But, but you I know, these folks that. Vote, but they got my fraud. I go Trump on it. Fraud. It always have been voting fraud. 
Well, you know, it's so it's such a minuscule amount. Uh, it does not change elections one way or the other. No. It's just uh, it's just a ploy to try to keep us from voting at all. Yeah. And it ain't gonna work, is it? You can't act like a Trump. Every time he run out and get in a rally or something, rally, rally. Mm-hmm. Go crazy. We have a rally. He gets a lot of money that way. Yep. But listen, we are, we are out of time. Yeah, we have to yeah. go. Thank you so yeah, much okay. for calling us. Have a good weekend, okay. brother. I appreciate okay, getting it. It's a good Thank it's you. good to close on an upbeat note. Bonnie says that we are not gonna give up and we are not gonna quit trying to vote and we are not gonna quit trying to apply to vote by mail. That's right. And we are gonna go ahead and win the election for the people in twenty twenty two. Amen. That's right. right. Can't Thank give up. And we are gone. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. I'm going to ask you two very important questions. The first one is, do you realize how freedom and voting rights are being torn up and thrown in the trash? And the other one is, more important, what are you going to do about it? Let's look, first of all, at just what's going on in Texas. Vote-by-mail applications are underway. People can start right away at the beginning of the year and make a vote-by-mail application that will last them the whole year. So a lot of us do it first thing in January. But when they started getting to the elections office, they started turning them down in drastic proportions. With less than a month left to vote by mail in the March primary election, says the Texas Tribune, hundreds of applications for mail-in ballots are being rejected as both Texas voters and local election officials decipher new identification requirements enacted by Republican lawmakers. Part of the problem is that people are using the old form. Last year, during the legislative session, Republicans put a whole bunch of new restrictions on the right to vote in Texas some of those restrictions go to the vote by mail application blank. And so if people used last year's application blank, then then they'll be screwed from the very beginning. If they get the new one, then they know that they have to provide some identification. And there's still some other ways they can mess up. Only a few people in Texas get to vote by mail anyway. They have the most restricted vote-by-mail requirements that they could have. Only people who are over 65, people who are severely disabled, people who are in jail but haven't been convicted yet, and people who are going to be out of town or out of their voting area during the entire voting period for each election. If they are, then they are qualified to vote by mail. Most of the ones who do it are the people who are over 65. And in the past, it wasn't very hard to fill out the form, even though there were still some mistakes people could make. The election officials are saying that they are bombarded 
the Secretary of State, who's responsible for all this, is blaming the election officials. But the truth is, the problems were created by the legislature. Along during this same scandal, people began to find out that they could not get voter registration cards from the Secretary of State. The Secretary of State then said, oh, we don't have any money to pay for paper. There's a, and so he's using an excuse that they don't have enough money to pay for paper when in fact they've got seven or $8 billion just laying around in, in uh, one of the funds that they could easily pay for the paper. And they're required to do all this stuff. So they're actually breaking the law when they're not uh, providing, when they're not doing what they're supposed to do to get people to register to vote and to get through their vote-by-mail applications. So there's some of the things people can do wrong when they fill out their vote-by-mail application. The first thing in the identification box, which I think is the box number two, in the identification box it says that you may put your driver's license number, or if you don't have it, you can put four digits, the last four digits of your social security number. And then there are a couple of other more obscure identification numbers that they came up with in the earlier uh, legislation that people can theoretically get, for example, if they're blind and they can't get a Texas driver's license number, they can get one of these other voter identification numbers. So people are putting down the first one, which is the driver's license. And then they're finding out later on that that's not the exact same number that they used when they registered to vote. Maybe they used the last four digits of their social security. The two numbers have to match. Otherwise, the elections office can't uh, approve the application to vote by mail. So that's an easy fix, but it's a crazy problem. The crazy problem is the responsibility of Texas Republicans in the Texas legislature who made this mess. The easy fix is just to give them both numbers. Give them both your Texas driver's license number or the other identification number and the last four digits of your social security number. That way they won't have that problem. The other problems are problems that people had previously. Down in, I think it's section four, you can click that you want an, to make this an annual application so that every election that happens in Texas this year will be a vote by mail election for you. If you click annual application, you may not realize that you also have to pick a political party because the ballots are different. In Texas, Republicans get one ballot and Democrats get a different ballot. So you have to pick a political party and then you have to click another little box that says for elections and all runoffs. Now, if you clicked all three of those, you got through that part of it as well. What do you do if you send it in and you're just not sure what happened? Well, the Texas legislature has prepared a way for you to check and see how your application is going. 
see if it got approved or not. However, everybody I've checked with so far has not been able to check on their vote by mail application. In other words, they haven't been able to find out anything. Harris County, which is a big a big county here, it's where Houston is, they had 208 applications initially held up based on the new rules. 137 were rejected because voters had not filled out the new ID requirements to their satisfaction. The election bill made it a state felony for local election officials to send out applications to vote by mail to voters who did not request them. So a lot of Texas voters are waiting to see if somebody's going to send them an application. And in fact, it would be illegal for the election officials to do that. Political parties are doing it to some extent, and individuals are doing it to some extent. What we have been recommending in the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans is that if the seniors are over 65 and eligible, then they go to registertovote.org. Register is a word, vote is a word, and org is O-R-G, but the two is a numeral. So it's register, numeral two, vote.org. Once they get there, we'll check for them and make sure that they're properly registered, that their name is right, their address is right, because those things can go wrong. So they check and make sure they're properly registered, and then if they are, it will ask if they are eligible to vote by mail. If they are eligible to vote by mail, it will help them fill out the first few blocks and then mail them a partially completed application to vote by mail. I did this on December the 27th. Nothing happened. I never got the application. So I did it again on January the 10th. Nothing happened. I didn't get the application. Two weeks later, I just went ahead and downloaded an application to vote by mail from the Secretary of State's office and sent it in. Register to vote did not come through for me this year for the first time. There are several other ways to get an application to vote by mail. You can get them from your county election office. You can actually go by there, or you can email them, or you can apply online, or you can call them. Once you have asked for an application to vote by mail, then it is legal for them to send you one. So the problems are solvable. One of the bad things that's happened is the word rejected. The newspaper headlines have been saying long and loud that these applications were, quote, rejected. You're listening to KNON 89.3 FM Dallas, the voice of the people. It's time now for Steve T. Cockroach and Arlene with the Magic Time Warp Show. (laughs) 